Hey everyone, welcome back to the fourth episode of Mama's, Mama's AF. AF. This is Christy. This is Janet. And Christian. And today we have a special guest on, and her name is Irma. Yes, so today we have Irma, and she will be sharing her beautiful story about adoption. It is definitely a unique story. Um, just to give a little background, Irma is actually Janet's cousin. So, yes. we will let her kind of give her a little <laughs> intro before she starts talking about herself. So, we have Irma here, my cousin. She's like my best friend, my sister. We've grown up together since we were like 9, 10. She was the girl that would throw rocks at me. I hate it. <laughs> I still but love her though. She, yeah. She became my best friend. She was that so, tough love. Yeah. <laughs> literally. She'd be like, you want to come play? As she's throwing rocks at me. I'm like, sure. <laughs> really, that's how our friendship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's how we started. Um, I'll have Irma introduce herself now. So my name is Irma. I'm 29 years old. Uh, my husband and I had been dating for seven years and then we finally got married. We've been married for a year What's and your eleven months. Name? His name is Bethel. Shout out to Shout Bethel. Shout out to Bethel. Woo-woo. He's, he's at home with the twins. Yeah, right now he's taking care of the boys. Um I do firefighting. I um She's so badass. I'm mm-hmm. And cool. a MILF now. Yeah. She's a firefighter and a MILF. And a MILF. Don't forget that. So I do firefighting. Um I'm very into sports. I'm very competitive. I'm such a tomboy. Um Janet said how we met, yes, uh, we were chasing boys around and I had a get her attention and threw rocks at her <laughs> and then we were just ch- chasing boys all night long you know that's how it's been and still is now that we have two boys I know, I know, so. don't tell husbands yeah right yeah so um happily married um just enjoying life life changed so much with me over the past uh, five months and i wouldn't have it any other way yeah literally almost five months yeah, mm-hmm. five, months. five months. It's so crazy. I, I was just telling Irma, I'm like, dude, can you think about your life a year ago? It was nothing like it is right now. No. I was so against having kids. I would see people with kids, and my husband and I would look at each other and be like, that won't be us. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's us every times parent, two. Right? Every yeah. parent says that. So I let's kind of go back to how Janet and I, well, the way that I found out about Irma and Beto adopting these twin boys, um, Janet was hooking me up with lashes, of course. <laughs> And she was like, I got to tell you something. And I was like, in my heart, I already know. I'm like, Irma's pregnant. She goes, uh, no. no. Not quite. (laughs) She's like, kind of. So the reason why they actually shared with me the news about her adopting the twins was because at the time I was milking, I was lactating. (laughs) (laughs) And Irma era interesada y nomás quería mi leche. (laughs) No, but really, Janet and I were breastfeeding. Yeah, literally. Janet and I were breastfeeding. And Irma knew that she wanted these boys to have the best um, nutrition out there. And she had asked Janet to reach out to me and kind of ask if we can start kind of making our own little stash for the boys. And, of course, Janet and I were more than willing. But, I mean, let's be real, Janet. We are not the best milk producers out there. We are not. So that's the reason why I was in on this whole, like, secret in the beginning about Irma adopting the twins. Um, Irma, when did you get your surgery? About a year ago? June 4th. Okay. When was Jaylene's baby shower? Like two months later? Mm -hmm. A couple months later. So in August of last year, um, we were at Janet's house for her little sister's baby shower, and Irma walked in. She had just gotten, um, I don't want to call it a mommy makeover because you're freaking hot. (laughs) She got her boobs done. She got her her boobs done. (laughs) She got her boobs done. And she walks in, and she's like, 
oh, how do my twins look on me? She was just kind of joking around about her twins. And then she walks in and she sees Janet's little girl, Elena, and my little boy, Julian, who are six days apart from one another. Um, they weren't, they were almost one year, they were 11 months old at the time. And mm-hmm. they were coincidentally <laughs> wearing kind of matching outfits. And Irma picks up both of the babies and she looks at me and she goes, how do I look with these, how would I look with twins? Just, again, joking around. She's like, take a picture of me and send it to Beto. So sure enough, muy obediente, I take a picture and I send it to Beto. I'm like, Irma dice que si como se ve con twins. And... Funny enough, what was it? A year, a week or two a later. A week later. So then, tell us what happened. So a week later. Tell us your journey. <clears throat> yes. How did it all start? So a week later, my in-laws were gonna go to Mexico de Efe, which is where they're from. Mm-hmm. They were gonna go out there for a month, and we went to dinner with them. And it just came up that um, birth mom, Fresia, um, she was living with my in-laws because she just was having a really, really rough time. And who is she to your in-laws? So she's a family friend. They grew okay. up together in the same apartment complex, and they just kept in touch. So apparently she was just going through a rough time, so she asked if she can stay with them, and of course they opened the doors for her. So they told us, oh, you know, Fresia's pregnant, and she's mm-hmm. pregnant with twins. I don't, I didn't know Fresia at the time, but mm-hmm. you know, when they brought that up, they also said that she might give them to the state because she already has four children of her own, mm-hmm. and she just won't be able to take care of them. So I looked at Beto that same night, and I'm like, you know what, if she feels that way, and I looked at my in-laws, I'm like, let her know that we'll adopt. So like that night I went. So you home. didn't even ask Beto. You're no, like, we're doing this. Like Beto and I, I just looked up at him like during dinner and I told him like, you know what? If that's how she truly feels, we'll open the doors for these babies. So then that night, like You're I, awesome for that. I, I, know, I did that not crazy? get any sleep that night, just like tossing <laughs> what and turning. Have I, done? I was like praying or, like, to my probably, grandma, like thinking about like, oh my god, you're excited yes. now, like you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she calls yeah. me and she's like, it's not gonna happen, but. Yes. And the, I was like, what? Why'd you say that? Because I've always been the person like that. I set myself up and then I end up failing or something. Like, so I didn't want to set myself up. I was like in denial the whole time. So I was kind like, of expecting yeah. it not to work yeah. out. Yeah. Like the whole time I told Janet, I'm like, because Beth was like, don't tell anybody. Yeah. An hour later, I called Janet. I'm like, Janet! 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 Yeah. I called her and I'm like, Janet, guess what? Like, this might happen. I'm like, but most likely it won't. I'm like, don't get your hopes up. And Janet's all like, I'm going to go buy this. And I'm like, there's no need to do that. Like, I'm like, I found a double stroller. Should I go get it? <laughs> right. And she did. Yeah, I did. I really did. Right. So, like, my in-laws went back to Fresia and asked her, you know, hey, if you truly feel this way... There's my son and my daughter-in-law. They're interested, and she a week later she's like, "No, you know what? I want to keep the babies." So our life went on. You know, I'm like, "Oh, cool. Life is still yeah. amazing. We're not gonna have any kids anytime soon. We're gonna build a house, and that's it." But then, like two weeks later, she decides to she wants to meet with my husband and I, and you know, so we meet up at Applebee's, and she finally met me, and she asked me all these questions: who I am, what I stood for, and you know, I explained to her like exactly who I am. I'm very open about myself. And she said that night, she's like, you know what? If you guys truly want this, I'll sign the paper over today. Oh, my God. I'm getting chills. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Right. So, and from there, you know, from that day on, we made sure to take care of her because she was living from place to place. So, we bought a trailer for her, and she was supposed to pay us back when she got on her feet. We got a car for her, too. That way, when she started working, she can pay us, too. So, then she can also see her four other kids that were pretty much That is so awesome lost. on your guys' behalf because... Most adoption stories, you don't hear stuff like that. No. You know what I mean? No, you guys are everything awesome I think happens that. behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And everything, I think, on, in your case, was very much hands-on. It really yeah. was. And our goal wasn't ever to, like, buy these kids from her because that's not what we 
what we stand for, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I genuinely wanted to help her out, too, you know. I didn't want to just take the kids and that's it, Go you know, because I wanted to get her, mm-hmm. her back on her feet, you know. She was trying to get back with her four other children, and she was just bouncing from house to house. So we just wanted her to be successful, hopefully tell the boys, you know what, we were able to get birth mom to this point once we we had you we didn't just take you and that was it you know we mm-hmm. also got her back you saw it through right yeah mm-hmm. that was the goal but that all is definitely changed dun, dun, dun. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get there. <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh i want to hear i haven't heard this part <laughs> yeah. right so then when were the twins or this all happened around august september that was all so we found out about the adopt or uh, she gave us a green light in august august 23rd and the boys were due november 17th but then she had about three months roughly yeah and then september 27th i got a call from her that her water had broken so she was on her way to the hospital (gasps) i had just came home i just came and you know what the funny thing is my husband had just got the ultrasounds of the boys and he got me two flowers that same day oh yeah and and a two polo shirts like that was like official you know like he's like hey you know, you're going to be a mom, and he showed up with ultrasound, two flowers, and two onesies of polos, and that was the day that they were born. So crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So crazy. It was insane. So how was, like, the birth and everything? Were you guys in there? Like, or did she have a C-section? So, she... The, Explain everything in that so, part. I love the birth story. Right, so... like, meant to be yours. It's so crazy. So, oh, originally... Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> originally, she was supposed to have a C-section, but everything changed. We were actually trying to stop the babies from uh, coming more because... They, they weren't were due till eight weeks. November seventeenth. So they're gonna and, be super preemie, right? So they were, their goal was to stop the process, you know. So it's like, all right, cool. So I called Bethel, and because he, he's at work, and he's like, should I come off work? And I'm like, nope, just stay. They're not gonna be due or anything. Well, yeah, that all changed, you know. I bet you God laughs a lot at you because you're oh, very yeah. like, no, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. they're like, never mind. Yeah, it's literally what that <laughs> I is. I tell her that all the time. Right. I said, I want no kids. I'm like, God, like, boom. Two babies, Irma. Yep. Anything else you don't want? <laughs> no, yeah. Dad, I don't want to be a millionaire. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm a millionaire. Yeah. So, you know, the, the doctors kept telling us they're not going to happen. They're not going to be delivered today. We're going to try to hold them up for another two weeks. But, of course, you know, Leon, baby A, was just persistent. He's like, nope, I'm coming, and I'm coming tonight. And sure enough, um, the way it happened is I met her at the hospital because she, she found somebody to take her there mm-hmm. so I met her at the hospital and Beto didn't want to be there in the hospital room in the delivery room because he's really respectful when it comes to mm-hmm. other people and especially mm-hmm. you know it's another, another woman, woman. And, yeah. so he's yeah. like I don't want to be there I'll be outside so cool I called Janet and I'm like Janet her water broke I don't know what to do like what do I what do I wear what do I do I don't have anything <laughs> like what did you tell her Janet <laughs> I, was, I was like what do you mean her water broke <laughs> I was like, why aren't you on your way to the hospital yet? She's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm in the shower and leave. And she just head out. And I was like, just go and see what they say. And then call me if you need to, need me to take anything. We I will. Madu, then yes. you call me freaking out. And I'm like, oh. And they have nothing. We, they Because we were, Jen and I were planning a baby shower behind the scenes. I don't know if we shared that with you. Mm-mm. But we were actually planning a baby shower. We were actually planning on maybe making it like a football um, theme, theme? Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and 
I, do both of you go for different teams? Yes. yes. For so for I think uh, we Cardinals. had talked about mm-hmm. doing half and half. Yes. And that's we were literally working on that, and then this happens out of nowhere, water breaking. So we're like, vamonos. We packed up our kids. We literally ran to Carter's like mad women, looking for preemie boy clothes, <laughs> yeah. clothing, and then we went to TJ Maxx, Burlington. We're like running around everywhere with our kids, like tagging along, just kind of running Five along with kids. us. Five, Five kids, <laughs> and we got a diaper bag ready. We're like, okay, these ones can come now. We're ready. Yeah, <laughs> bottle blankets, onesies. Yes, everything. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I was in the in the room with um, birth mom the whole time. You know, she held my hand, mm-hmm. and the whole time they wouldn't give her any an epidural because their goal was to stop the pregnant or the. Delivery. Delivery, yeah. So up until mm-hmm. five o'clock, they're like, "All right, you know what? You are gonna have these babies today." Holy oh, um, right. I mean, the whole time she's dilated. She's mm-hmm. dilated up to six now. Oh, Actually, seven. Can you imagine? I was a three and I was dying. I can't right. She <laughs> had a really quick labor. Right. Yeah. They told her you're dilated up to seven, and you know what? The babies are gonna be due to born today. So that's where I kind of panic. I'm like, like, what oh, am shit, I going to do? Like, real. Yes. <laughs> like, Literally. And I'm like, is this real? Like, wow, this is happening, you know? So finally, you I know. I think you kept saying, is this real for like oh, the, the past whole, couple of and weeks? And I still say it. Yeah. Like, I still couple, say it. Yeah. I wake up sometimes and I'm like, is this real? So I'll look at the boys and I'm like, I guess it is. Like, <laughs> this is re- the reality of my life now. You're going nowhere. That is so crazy. Yeah, so they wheeled her, or they told us to change because they were going to do a C-section. But everything changed so fast that they ended up delivering uh, vaginally. Because she was so progressed. She was, uh, okay. she was already dilated up. There was no time. When they, they were already the coming. Epidural, it was eight. Eight oh, centimeters. Yeah. So they wheeled us in the back. And, you know, the nurses didn't really know who I was the whole time. They thought I was just a supportive friend. And now once the babies were about to be delivered, they're like, who is she? And I they told them, you know, I'm going to be the adoptive mother. So, you know, they put me in a little corner on one side. And they told me, all right, this is what you're going to do. And if you want to, you know, cut the umbilical cord, you're more than welcome to. Oh Just gosh. remember they're premature babies, so we're not going to waste any time. We're Take just them gonna, right away. Yep. As soon as you see them, snap a picture, and they're going to be on their way. And sure enough, we have um, Liam was born at 6.45 on September 27th, and then Levi was born on September 27th at 6.40, no, 6.35 and 6.46, so they were oh, 11 wow. minutes apart. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Tell them about yeah, when, you were deli- when the oh, babies were coming what happened. and what was <laughs> right. going on in the delivery room. So um, one of the, when Beto and I got married, um, I dedicated a song to him. I, what is it? Ed Sheeran. Perfect? Oh, uh, no. The, uh, the Shape of You? No. There's no. a picture, pho- photograph, picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. I know which one you're talking about. I Give me the lyrics the and I will Google them real quick. <laughs> this is so sad. I can't even remember the name of the song. Lyrics? But it's so important. You're nervous. <laughs> I know, oh, yeah. yeah. Please hold. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Ed Sheeran. No, it's James Arthur. Okay. Um. What song? Say You Won't Let Go. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Say You Won't Let Go. go. Okay, yeah. I know that song. So they had music <laughs> in the delivery room, and as soon as Liam was born, that was the first song that came on, and I looked at the nurses, and I'm like, I just, like, started crying. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is the song that I dedicate to my husband on the day that we got married, you know? Oh, my God. That's so and, crazy. And that song. Yeah. And right that, when the... Right when that song came on is when Liam was Did delivered. Did Oh, yes. I was crying. And you're not a crier. I, I'm actually a big crier. I might look really? tough. I might look tough, and I might look, you You're know, like a low-key. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know that. Just like my dad. He breaks down. And he's like, ¿Cómo que me throw gasolina en los ojos? Like, no, no. Yeah. You're crying, dad. <laughs> 
That's so, so crazy. Yeah, so then the song came on. That song oh, came yeah. on. Um, both boys were delivered. They were rushed back into the NICU because, you know, their lungs were weak. They were given oxygen. They were given CPAP. I mean, they were just given everything that you can think of, steroids, because they were just premature. That's so, so crazy. So then crazy. how long were they in the hospital? Oh, so they were in the hospital. <laughs> I We got Levi home October... October thirtieth, uh, and then Liam came home um, November sixth. And that's so, so awesome. We, were in, we would drive to the NICU every single day to make sure that we were with them. We got to feed them. We got to shower them. We got to do a lot of the firsts with them. So it was a really really neat experience. And all through the times that, um, up until Le- Levi was released, I was still working. <laughs> so I would go work my 24-hour shift, come home, shower, and go straight oh to the God. hospital. So how did that, how did that work out, like, That's with crazy. your work? What did you tell them? Did you take maternity oh leave? Like, So it's so funny because I've always been in denial, and everybody's like, oh, you know, once you once you have, once you have get married, you're going to have kids. And I was always like, heck no, mm-hmm. I'm not done. Uh-uh. I, I love my sleep. I love my privacy. I love that I can do whatever I want and get up and go at whatever time. So I was in denial. So whenever I told my captain, I'm like, hey, by the way, we might adopt a baby or two babies. He laughed. He laughed in my face. He's like, you're going to do what? (laughs) And I wouldn't blame him because I've always been in denial. I'm like, I'm not having kids. Like, I love my life and I love my independence. And Mm -hmm. Beth and I had it going to we're trying to build a house. So we're like, everybody was shocked when I would tell him, like, I'm going to adopt. Like, why? How did your family, how did your parents react? Oh, that's a good one. So Because your family, I mean, like all of us, we're very cultured. Yes. Yes. And very and maybe I'm just not educated enough, but in, in my eyes, I feel like our culture is not very accepting of there adoption. And I feel like our culture, yeah, like you said, como they como want we us to just, yeah. like we're not, I feel like our culture doesn't advance because right. we're so stuck in tradition. So when I called my mom, I, you know, I told her, I'm like, hey mom, this might happen and most likely it won't. You know, she was very excited. She's like, oh my gosh, Mija, I'm so happy for you. I'll pray for you guys. I'll make sure, you know, to pray to San Julitas to make sure that you guys, you know, this Get does go it, through. Yeah. And I told my dad about it, and I was at work, and my dad just got mad. He got mad at me. He's like, you're wrong. And, uh, you know, we're on the phone, so I'm like, why is this wrong? And he's like, this is so wrong in all levels. And But I'm, I'm trying to get it out, like, why? You know, my dad's always mm-hmm. been a macho man that's like, it's my way or, no, you know, nobody's way. Mm-hmm. But that's where I always bunked heads with my dad because mm-hmm. I've always questioned, like, don't just tell me, don't just tell me a no. you got to give me a reason. So then... He was very, very. He was very what? He was very upset with me. He, he told me that the only reason why adoption was okay is only if, if we had tried to conceive and then if we and if it didn't happen, pretty then, much if, if infertility was right. Yeah. Like, he's if like, you so, six, like the right. last resort, pretty yeah. much. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. He's like, es la opción es nomás para la gente que no puede tener hijos. He's like, tú estás muy mal en hacer esto. Mm-hmm. Right, so and I just I just kept it like that. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna respect what he says. I'm not gonna go off on him. I'm just gonna hang up because it was still that's very purple. big of you because I think I right. would have been a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. well, and it's kind of hurtful at the it was end. Very, yeah. You're expecting a different reaction. Exactly, you know? it was very hurtful. But I told Beth, I'm like, you know what? Did babe? it make you question what you were doing? It no, because I'm always so set on my ways. And if yes. I, once I make a decision, I'm like, I don't care if you're gonna tell me no. I'm gonna prove to you. Why this will work out. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I So am. then, right. So, like, the biggest thing is, I told Bethel, I kind of prepared him. I'm like, you know what, babe? There's people that aren't going to agree with what we're doing. I'm like, just take it. Because he's the type of person that will tell you to F off. <laughs> like, if you tell him something like that, he'll yeah. just tell you to F off. 
But I didn't tell my dad anything else because we weren't sure. We still were like, okay, it still might not happen. Mm -hmm. So then finally, um, when it was confirmed by when we went to dinner with Fresia, I drove over to my parents' house and I sat down with my mom and dad and I told them, you know what, it's going to happen and we have the green light. There's nothing else that's going to change. And my dad, right there is when I, him and I had a big blowout. Um, he, he essentially, you know, he's like, this is so wrong. And I'm like, why? You know, I finally stood up to him. I'm like, tell me why, t give me a good reason why this is wrong. Mm -hmm. And he just said, um, this, how are you going to raise somebody that is not your blood? He's like, how are you going to raise... That's exactly what my dad would have said right. to me if yeah. I wanted to adopt. Yeah, he's like, how else. are you going to raise somebody that's not your blood? And do you realize what you're getting yourself into knowing that, I mean, this is not... What are, What's everybody else going to say? Yeah. So, so how was that for you, knowing that your dad pretty much just... He turned his back yeah. on you. It was discouraging. I mean, it, it just sucked, you know, because you know you're doing something right, and then for somebody to shut you down like that, you're, like, on cloud nine. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, am I doing the right thing? Exactly. But I've always been a person that, all right, you're not going to agree with me, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's exactly how it's been. So the way that night played out is I was really, really close to blowing up on my dad because they're really he wasn't giving me an explanation of why what we're doing is not okay well his points just weren't valid enough for you they weren't. because he gave you points and just to you it didn't wrong mean, yeah and to you it meant nothing right give me a good reason yeah so then it's so weird the way god works because i was ready to blow up on him and my brother just showed up to pick up my dad so that's where we left off so, so he just like it. walked out the door but my mom was there and the first thing i asked and I, i'm mad at this point i'm just heated heated and I look at my mom, I was like, eso no es justo. I was like, that's not fair. I was like, why does he do And I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Because like, you're pissed. Just picture me yelling at the top of my lungs, like, why is he that way he is? And, like, the first thing I do, when I, whenever I get mad, the first thing I do is, like, throw something or I punch something. To my mom has like, Yeah. My mom has, like, those swinging uh, bar doors. I punch <laughs> the crap out of that. To this day, my knuckle hurts. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I felt so bad for my mom. And what did the, your mom say? She's, like, in the middle, huh? She's in she the middle. Because the whole time, she's very, very... She's been very supportive, you know? And I felt so bad that I kept apologizing to her. I'm, like, crying, like, yelling. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mom, this is not your fault. I'm like, eso no es culpa. And she's like, yo sé, mija. That's all she but would it, say. But she was hurting for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I get a little emotional because this is... I told my husband. I was like... <laughs> I was like, there's certain things that you don't know that happened during the process yeah. of this adoption. Yes. Yeah. And things that hurt your feelings. Yeah. And I, I kept that from him. I kept that blowout from him. Oh, he didn't know. No. No. And I, I warned him before I did the podcast. I was like, there's certain stuff that I didn't tell you. And the reason why I didn't tell him is I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to feel the way I felt. You know, I didn't want him to be in such a high and then and you knock him down with yeah. this new information, these mm -hmm. new feelings from your family. I wanted to be selfish and I wanted to take that pain because I didn't want him to feel so that you question. pretty much took one for the team. I did. And he wow. didn't know and I'm sure he's going to ask, why didn't you tell me? And the re that's the reason because... Él es más rencoroso, like sí. is he... How do you say rencoroso? Like he holds grudges he, more. Mm -hmm. He does. He's resentful. He's yeah. very, yeah, he's, he's very resentful when it comes to okay. stuff like that. And, I just didn't want to ruin the happiness that he had, you know, because mm -hmm. it, it would already it was already done to me. Like, I'll take it, you know. I'll, I'll, I told him, I called him that night. I was like, 
He's like, how did it go? I'm like, it went well. I was like, um, you know, you know how I told you, uh, there's certain people aren't going to agree with it. I was like, my dad, you know, he's kind of on, on the fence about it, but I didn't tell him the blow. The details. I yeah. yeah. I just wanted to protect him. I wanted him to continue with that happiness and joy that he has, you know? Right. Cause that's just the type of person I am. That's awesome. That's yeah. very self. And big of you. Yeah. yeah. Very big of mm-hmm. you. Cause it's hard because at that moment you want to like. Let your emotions let out. Let your emotions out. Or, like, vent to the person that's going Especially through this your with partner. you. So it's yeah. hard, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, the whole drive from Wickenburg to Phoenix, I just cried. I was Aww. so angry. And I, in my mind, and I told my mom, I'm like, I'm never going to bring the kids home. You're never going to see these babies, you know? Of course, I'm just speaking out of anger. Well, yeah, it's, it's emotions. It's not my mom's fault, you know? Mm-hmm. And the next day, I had to work at Palo Verde. So, on my way to work, I called my mom and I apologized. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mom, Once for you what calm I said. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm very, I'm very hot-tempered. Like, yeah. I'm just very, very hot-tempered, and that's just the way I, I function, and I just blew up on my mom, you know? The way God played she it. She was the only one there. Right? The way God played <laughs> it is he removed my dad from me. You know, he took him that day because my brother wanted to pick him up that God knows instant. how it would have how how, how panned out if he hadn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. You wouldn't have remedied the relationship with your dad like exactly. it is now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, I told him, I'm like, the, I'm like, the first one that's going to be head over heels is going to be your dad. I'm like, as much as you feel right now, he's <laughs> not in him throwing a lot of things at you. So negative at such a, like, happy time in your life. Yeah. I was like, the first one that's going to be, I mean, that that he's going to be way head over heels. I'm like, he's going to have two boys now. Oh, my gosh. And, and they're the sweetest Yeah. Boys. And now he's. He's always like, oh, Irma's like, I need a babysitter. And there goes my Theo with my aunt. Like, oh, I'll go help you. I'll go help you watch the boys. Oh, look, he laughs with me now. And, like, he's head over heels over yeah. them. And I'm like, I told you. I was mm-hmm. like, right now, it's... I'm like, they'll let it pass by. But he'll be the first one. And he'll probably be the one to spoil them the most. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what would what advice would you give somebody who is considering adoption? Like, what would you tell them? as far as what you've experienced in your adoption process. I think the biggest thing is social media paints a picture of perfection, and uh-huh. it's not that, you know. Yeah. Expect so many moments of uncertainty, so many what-ifs, you know. What if the mom changes her mind? Mm-hmm. Or what if the paternal dad decides to come in the picture and oh, that's so know, take the babies from you? Jenna and I would have these conversations, like, right. just amongst us, like, dude, I'm. we were nervous for you. Yeah, because it wasn't just like, okay, cool, the paperwork is signed over to you, no, you're good to go. so many details. Moms, yeah, mom signed the paperwork over, but then we still had to get uh, paternal father's uh, rights severed. So mm-hmm. it took 60 days to get them severed. The you longest know, 60 days ever. 60 days. And I would count down. I would call Janet. Janet, 30 more days. 29 more days. You know, I got posted in the paper. He has mm-hmm. X, amount, X amount of days to come forward. You know, there were so many days where we would just question, like, are the kids going to be taken from us? That's so crazy. It was it was rough. It was a long process. And yeah. that's the biggest thing that I would tell people is have patience, you know. And if you're going to do it with your husband or significant other, like, make sure you guys are both on the team and make sure, like, you have to be patient with each other mm-hmm. because there were so many times where Bethel and I would just, we'd go days without talking. We'd go weeks without talking because, because of, of the stress. stress. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I would defend birth mom so much, you know, and my husband. Was, and now? And now it's opposite, you know. We got a trailer for her and in January she got kicked out of there. Um, she hasn't really done her part. You know, we have tried so hard to get her back on her feet and she hasn't got herself a job. Has she, she been in touch with you lately? I haven't heard from her since December oh, wow. 28th. So, I mean, almost I, two months. Almost two months. And 
I was trying to get a hold of her when she got kicked out of the trailer, and thankfully we did. Mm-hmm. And that was the only time I saw her. And I mean, the way she left that trailer, it was very disrespectful to us. Mm-hmm. You know, she left a mess in there. She lost. She got kicked out of it because of certain things that she was doing. So oh, Janet wow. and I went out there and cleaned the trailer. The car had got repoed, and she didn't even have the audacity to call us like, "Hey, my car got taken away. Can you take it out? I don't have money." So we had to pay six hundred dollars to get it out. Uh, I mean, there's just been so many things that you know that I, I feel like we tried so hard for her that she. I think just, these things need, needed to happen, though. Right. Because I think now you can really detach yourself from her. From her. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can and only help somebody so much if they don't. If they're not willing to change. I mean, there's really nothing you can do. You know what I mean? Like. And I think there was a point where, and correct me if I'm wrong, where you almost, like, you wanted to give her the respect of a mom without fully accepting the fact that these boys are not hers. They're yours. Right. And You're the mom. That, yeah. I feel like I'm so vulnerable, and I always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm mm-hmm. always like, oh, no, the babies are going to know they have two moms. You know, I'm, she's always going to be mm-hmm. there for them. She can come see them whenever she wants. And now that that's all changed, you know, my perspective changed. Not because of her actions, but I think mainly because you don't want these boys hurt. I don't. I don't want them to hurt. I, I'm a mama bear. That. I want to protect uh-huh. them. You know, I want the best for them, and I don't want them to be set up where it's like, oh, you know, mom's going to come see you today, and then she never shows up. You don't want yeah. them. Yeah. I don't want that. They're, they don't need that. They, they don't. They have a great mom and dad. They don't, they don't need that. Right. I mean, that's just the biggest thing. Like, I was always saying, oh, they're going to have two moms. They're going to have two moms. And it's like, you know what? After all the things that she's done, like, does she really deserve that title? No. Does she really deserve the time with the boys? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's flaked on them so much, you know. And thank God they don't understand that right. yet. They're yeah. so little. They're too little. They're to not understand. tainted by that. Exactly. And then you looking at the condition of that home could have given you kind of like an insight on what their lives would have been like oh, yeah. if you would have, wouldn't have intervened. Right. There was aluminum foil with black tar all over that. So that means that they're, definitely I don't know. Addiction. If, I can't say that she was using, you know, but drugs were definitely in that home. Mm-hmm. You know, the living, the living standards were just very, very low. Like it was trash everywhere. The dishes were moldy all the way oh up gosh, to the sink. Oh my gosh. Definitely not sanitary. I mean, it was a mess. Definitely it was horrible. We were so thankful that these boys are in amazing hands. I mean, it's the other way around. You know, everybody's like, they're so blessed. It's like, no, uh, we're the blessed ones. Like, as much as we were in denial with kids, it's like, I, I can't see my life without them. That's so crazy how God works. Like, he, we see it as, oh, wow, he gifted them these amazing parents. He gifted them this amazing home. And to you, I almost feel like they're, some, they're something that your life was missing. You never even knew that yeah. it was missing. My now I'm sure you can't picture your life without them anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. No, my husband and I always tell each other that we're like, this is like the part, the piece of the puzzle that was missing. You, you know? never even knew it. Yeah. We didn't know it. Like, That's crazy. We didn't know this kind of love existed. Like, what a blessing it is to have these boys in our lives. And every time I come home, you know, Liam and Levi are just smiling and looking at me. They know who their mom is. Yeah. Oh, they definitely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they was... hear Irma's voice and they're like. Oh, yeah. And I was lucky <laughs> enough that my job was able, I was able to take my uh, off time. Understanding. Right. Yeah. I, I took uh, two and a half months off of just staying home with the babies and so you know two newborn babies with a with me you know the biggest tomboy in the world like "Ah!" (laughs) you know luckily i'm i'm really confident when it comes to like medical stuff you know so i'm like oh i got this you know they're choking i got it Mm -hmm. but it's like other stuff you know like the nurturing part you know it's like they have brought a a soft side of me that i didn't even know existed like (laughs) patience 
I, my yeah. patience level is like to the max. Like, I'm so patient. <laughs> Who Even am I? My husband. I'm like, I'm like, it's okay, babe. It's okay. Normally, I'm like, ay, hasta hombre. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's tapping, okay, tapping babe. Him you know, like, we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll and I'm like, out. like, we'll walk this through. Let's think about it. You know, it's like, it's such a beautiful perspective. And I have so much respect for mothers now. I mean, not that I didn't have it before. Right, you know? but now you know it firsthand. Oh, my gosh. I have so much respect for mothers. It's like, oh, wow. Like, you see newborn babies and you're like, oh, that's so pretty. But you don't see the outside, oh, like the no. behind the scenes, like the behind the scenes how hectic it really is and how much sleep you lose, you know, all yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so beautiful. I'm so blessed to even be surrounded with so amazing mothers like you guys. Oh, you're awesome. No, and then, you know, my mom, I can't leave her behind because she has just been my idol and... That's pretty much I feel it. like I when you become a mom, like you, you are now. You understand your mom more yeah, and the things percent. that she does. Yeah. yeah if I can be the half, half the person my mom is, I'd be You're set, set for life. Like, she is such an amazing person. She is. I, she is awesome. I always talk about how amazing your mom is. Even to your to your grown ass kids. I <laughs> tell her. It's like, Tia, ya están viejos, déjelos. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And we with forgot to add else. something. The biggest part of this, why we're doing this. Yesterday it was finalized that these boys are officially your sons. Yes, Levi and Liam Ruiz Soriano. Official. Yes, they are official. If you guys haven't had a chance, go to our Instagram and check out their picture. They're so freaking cute. They're so adorable. They are. They totally are. And and it's so funny because they're even though they're not Irma's, I always tell her, like, no, like, I just feel like these are your babies because she's been there since day one. And I'm like, totally. and people walk they in. They are hers now. Well, they are. <laughs> but I mean, like, they have them. Yeah, yeah they have genetically. Them. They genetically. <laughs> and people will walk in and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, Liam looks like Irma. What how, What do I always say? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this one's Beto's and this one's Irma's. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and she's just like, really? And I'm like, no. like, And, I, and it's so time. funny because I even compare their attitudes to oh, them yeah. I was like oh my gosh you're just like your dad in this and it's so funny because I have I mean since I'm I watch them she's their godmother yeah yes. and I'm their godmother <laughs> and I have I've had Daniel's cousin come over Julie and she's like oh my gosh he even looks like Irma totally. and then they're not even like super close to Irma they know her but they see the boys and they're like oh they even look like Irma and they even look like Beto like they right away tell me something totally. about him and I'm like they're like totally her kids like I don't see it as she adopted them. I'm like, yeah. I her. see them yeah. like God she birthed them, them. She created. And my husband's the same thing. Her. He's like, when we when we first got him home, he's like, it's so weird that I I just think that they really came from you. He's like, I don't ever see like Aww, they're not yours. You know, he's like, is it weird that I think? Like, <laughs> a huge cute. shout out to him. You know, because when I'm at work, either Janet's taking care he's of them, gotta hold it down for 24 hours. You know, Janet will take care of them for like 10 hours, and then my husband will take care of them for the rest of the night. That's Sometimes insane. he spends 24 hours with them, mm-hmm. but two babies. You know, I feel. That's a lot. Shout out to him, you know. He, yeah, he does. Shout out to him. I know that he's like <laughs> low key dying for them to start playing uh, oh, soccer. soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, soccer he's stars. Yes, yes, totally. And not even Irma's gonna be the worst one. I'm like, I'm gonna. These boys are gonna be like, can Nina take me to practice her game because my parents are gonna be yeah. like, getting kicked out because you know, they're getting the sure ones my mom competitive. Yeah, and she's a sore loser. The worst part. The worst part is they're both sore losers. So like. They're like, no, they better not. They better do good. And even with each other, like, they play soccer with each other. And I'm like, call me to pick up my kids if they get in a fight. Because so <laughs> I've heard stories, Irma. Irma's like, what did you do, Beto? And Beto's like, what the fuck was that, Irma? And yeah, I'm like, we will, if we play oh soccer, somebody pick we'll up their kids. Without talking. Like, it's <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah they're so competitive. So I, I'm like, I'm, I guarantee you, Liam and Leah are going to be like, 
I'm gonna have my Nina take me to soccer into my game because yeah, <laughs> or your should, band. I don't know. Yeah, you guys get yelled. Get, the parents are getting the red cards. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely have with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> the parents are the ones getting the red cards, but no. Well, we Emma, get, thank you so much for sharing with yes, us. Yes, no, thank, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. I'm obsessed with your story. I me really, too. really am. And I give you so much credit because it takes a lot it does. to just say yes, we're gonna do this yeah. and follow through. Nine months is not enough. To, like, realize we're going to be parents. Imagine you had, one. You had one month. I know. <laughs> and you know what? It's not, I don't take all the credit because I've had such a huge support system. I mean, I realize it really does take a village to raise kids. Hands down. And you know, it really Amen. Does. So much help, so much advice, so much, so many, you know, prayers and blessings have come our way. So we're very, very content with where we're at today. I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, well, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes. Thank you, Irma. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for sharing here with us. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.